This is Motel AM. I am Michael, joined with Alex. It's a podcast where we talk about everything and anything, so let's get started. I just want to say one thing, Alex. What's that? While I was listening to our uh, our last episode, I said, shout out to Mrs. Shu. She was the best kindergarten teacher I have or had. And it just sounded like I've, I failed the kindergarten. <laughs> I had multiple kids. I did not. I just want to make that clear. I do not have multiple kindergarten teachers. She was the one that made you pass. <laughs> she was the one that made me pass. That's why I shouted her out. She was so cool. <laughs> Uh, but I was just just kind of laughing to myself because, like I said, it just sounded like I had like more than one. Like, how many kindergarten kids does this guy have? How many times <laughs> he fell <laughs> here? Too many to count. <laughs> How's your day going, Alex? How you doing? You know what? It's been pretty good. I've been itching to get back on here. Same all day at work. That's all I was thinking about. I my notes, man, are looking like an English thirteen one a college uh, outline. Let's just tell you that. All right, you want to get us started today with your first topic? Yeah, so I just wanted to touch back on um, an episode where we talked about TikTok. And TikTok. yeah, so to follow up, Oracle was uh, a company running to buy TikTok. But did you know Walmart was also in this as well? Now, what? yeah. Let me let me let me go ahead and explain everything. So Microsoft, I believe, it was one of the first companies that showed interest and made a like uh, an offer to buy TikTok. Uh, Walmart, and then also, I'm sorry, Oracle became the next company to that you know wanted to put a uh, bid on, and then Walmart joined Microsoft, but a new company called uh, TikTok Global did not want to sell TikTok to the American tech giant Microsoft. So I believe in September, um, from what I was reading online, that Microsoft dropped and now Walmart and Oracle could possibly be sharing the company with new TikTok global company with um, Oracle handling the data in the U.S. and owning 12.5% of the company and Walmart owning 7.2% of the company. So that's going to be interesting. And the last update that I was able to find was on uh, September 20th. So I mean... It was a month away, pretty much, and uh, I'm mean, I'm kind of interested to follow the story. What I find interesting is you wouldn't think like Walmart would be involved in something like this. Like you could see like Oracle, you know, they're like very tech involved and all that, but Walmart just like you know like a very general type of like store, you know? Right? Maybe they're trying to reach out and broaden their horizons or something like that. I just thought that was like really interesting to kind of read up on and get our facts right because I don't want you know. I don't want to be crucified for doing the giving the wrong facts out. I mean, uh, I will give it to Walmart. It's always an opportunity to like to you know make more money. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. All right. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? No, no, no. That's one of the biggest things I kind of wanted to talk about right now. But I want to see what you got going on. Uh, what's, what's, wanna, what's, what's here for us today? I got, I got, I got some. I've got some stuff for us today. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of. Uh, not upset, but, you know, kind of dumbfounded that we haven't talked about this already since we're in October. We haven't talked about Halloween. Mm, that's a very interesting topic. So uh, I know you uh, and your family have been watching, you know, Halloween movies just to get in the in the spirit of things. Yeah. Um, I really wanted to. I've never actually really seen a whole lot of the original Halloween movies. And I feel 
what better way to start this new um, tradition, I guess you would say, is to start it with the Halloween movies. And I've only watched the first two, but because there's so many, actually, I watched Nightmare on Elm and recently watched Friday the 13th. Uh, we're talking about the original Friday the 13th? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I did. I, uh, you were already going in. Um, have you watched, like, most of the Halloween movies? Like, if you did you have any favorites? <clears throat> uh, I Like I said, I've only watched the first two. I still want to keep watching, but I want to... I mean, we're already the 16th day into the October. Yeah. And I want to make sure I could try to, like, expand the variety of movies that we watch. Uh, they watched Hocus Pocus the other night, but I was like, no, I'm not about that one. I don't like that one. <laughs> That's the one movie I don't like to watch in October. I haven't seen that one. What's that about? I don't know. It's about witches. I know it's a good movie because a lot of people say it, and uh, they could attest that this like it's a traditional Halloween. So you know how like Halloween, Jason, Nightmare on Elm, those are like classics. This would uh, fall into another classic. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing I I kind of forgot. I mean, I mean, Mikey, Jason, Freddy, all. Yeah, I'm pretty sure a lot of other uh, movie personas all like capture the image and the spirit. But Chucky, Chucky has been there forever, man. I feel like he's also something uh, a series I need to sit down and binge watch. Um, if you do um, ever finish them, I do want to give a little shout out to a YouTube channel I watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a channel called Dead Meat, and they'll do uh, kill counts and pretty much recap the whole movie in a little like 20 minute little synopsis. Do they do like little like hidden Easter egg reveals and stuff like that? Yeah, or like uh, they'll say like this person was on this movie too, so they're like really involved with like the horror genre. I think that's really cool. Um, I know you did send me the link, and I really wanted to watch it today, but with work, it's kind of hard to find sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I had a question for you. Hmm. What is the most deadliest killer? Um. Bear Grylls. <laughs> <laughs> out of the Halloween franchise? Um, out of all the, you know, killers, since we're in the spirit, you know, you could uh, say are we killer. counting IRL killers or just like movie genre let's, killers? Let's probably stick to uh, <laughs> yeah, fiction. Okay. <laughs> oh man, that's kind of tough because I feel like all right. I might get a little hate in the in the comments. But I don't feel like Freddy was a very good killer. Like, from watching his stuff, I'm like, he's okay. And I'm not fanboying over Mikey, but I feel like Myers is just like from the first movie, he was pretty like on it. And of course, like, I don't, I'm pretty sure, I don't want to give too much uh, stuff away in case people haven't seen it, but like, that last part was kind of like, eh, come on, man. Like you're, you're this like massive dude and you fall over that, you know, railing in the house. This is, it's whatever. But, um, especially after the remake, I thought he was pretty dope. I was like this man, I would not want to be in a movie with. I can understand that he is. Um, I don't know if you saw uh, the, the remake of in 2008, they got a massive dude. He was probably like six, six and like, almost 300 pounds so i was like that is a man i would be scared of mm-hmm. 
But, Are you talking about the Rob Zombie one or the yeah the, the Rob most Zombie recent? One. Yeah, yeah. I heard the Rob Zombie's like super gory. I'm kind of excited. I do want to watch that. Yeah, that was a really good one, especially if you're like you're into the the gore of uh, you know fake gore, obviously of Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, you? Deadliest killer. You know, maybe not the deadliest. Well, he could probably be deadliest, but maybe the most creative is Jason. Jason has so many ways of like I've seen people get de- uh, decapitated. Today I saw apparently he got someone in like a liquid nitrogen and smashed her head, and I'm like, Freddy can't do that. Mm-hmm. I want to see Myers do that. Myers, <laughs> you know, does artwork too, but you know, in a different way. I've but only I do... watched uh, the first one, the Friday the Thirteenth, mm-hmm. and that was such a plot twist. I'm not going to say anything else. <laughs> it it is really good. Um, I do, I do want to keep going on. Uh, Freddy, one of my favorite killers, but not the most, you know, probably effective of the mm-hmm. bunch. Mm-hmm. Now, Chucky, that that doll is pretty much immortal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it always comes back. Uh, oh, who do you think would win, Annabelle or Chucky? <laughs> oh, Chucky, come on, Chucky man. for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, Chucky, come on. You know, um, what did have you seen the nun? I honestly, I am a big wuss when it comes to like very scary stuff. I like watching horror, but not like, you know, jump scares. Yeah. So, dude, uh, props to um, the makeup artists for them because they do some like real scary looking characters. And I understand when people are like, I don't want to watch it because I'm I'm extremely terrified of the characters and I could I could like agree with that because when you see them do their jump scares that's like the image that's burned into you for like the rest of that movie and probably night until you kind of like grow up you're like okay it's just a movie um kind of continuing on that um when I used to watch uh movies my parents wouldn't watch them with me I used to watch them when I was uh in middle school and i don't know no one would be home but just me and i would watch scary movies by myself and you wouldn't think about it like during the movie but like after it's done you know you're like oh it's dark out now maybe i need to turn on all the lights in the house (laughs) you know i don't want this to happen to me that kind of thing yeah 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 i get i get scared after that and then everyone comes i'm like all right all the lights off now dude i know people even now 20 above that still do that after watching like insidious and uh the whole haunting series um not gonna lie i i can agree with you i i did hear i did hear the insidious were like kind of haunted or something right or they had a bad Um, vibe to them i know the i've heard stories about the exorcist um like the original i don't know if you know this and we'll get more um I'll look into this so the next episode we could talk more about it. But there's like people that were like killed on set, I believe, and have like weird mm-hmm. things happening to them from that Exorcist movie. The Insidious movies, um, it wasn't the Insidious one. It was uh, I can't think of I can't think of the movies. Now every time I like try to think about stuff, I can like on a dime. I can never think about them. Uh, we'll have to probably do our research on this. Yeah, there's a there's a movie that people it had the nun in it. The nun sprouted like branch from this original movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think we're on the same page, but can't think of the name of it. I can't think of the name for it. Oh, The Conjuring. There we go. That's what it is. Yeah, that one is scary. Um, 
for sure people I've heard people say like they've gone home and they've but like that's another interesting um uh, topic because is it that their over imagination and that the fact that they've they're thinking about this movie so much that it becomes a reality to them or is there something actually attached to the movie and that follows them home are you saying like it might be just in their head oh well yeah Uh, but i also don't want to like be completely skeptical you know because i mean things happen uh that are unexplainable so i I just want like what do you think do you think it's half and half or do you think it's fully some energy following the moment i always have to have an open mind and i feel like you know, maybe there's something attached to these type of things because I I have heard uh, I did hear recently what, what you were saying the exorcist people were getting you know cursed and all that and people dying. It's like you know maybe there is something behind you know the movie you're making or whatever you're making it out of. Yeah, yeah, I for sure we will definitely come back to this topic um on the next episode and. I'm actually really excited to talk about it because we're in we're in October, man. This is yeah. Halloween, baby. <laughs> it's game time for Halloween. <laughs> um, last thing before we uh, change topics here, did you have any interesting Halloween experiences? Halloween experiences, like what anything, do you mean? anything that might have happened during Halloween or when you were young, going trick or treating, something unusual happened. You know, anything? Uh, no. It was just typical, you know, trick or treats. Um, when I was in Scouts, I would say about the freakiest thing we did was my dad, um, for a little scout den, he would make like these foods and he'd put blindfolds over us, turn off the lights where we were meeting, and he'd say, I want you guys to use your senses. And he would play like spooky Halloween music and he had like the surround sound and everything. And I remembered I could not, I mean, Literally, when you're that young as a kid, like seven or eight years old, nine years old, you're hearing spooky music. Your dad just told you a scary story, and he gives you hot dog weenies with spaghetti through them, and he tells you to, like, I got terrified. He was just giving us food, and because we were so terrified, we were imagining, like, different things, and I, I started bawling. I was like, no, I don't want to do this no more. Hey, what do you mean? That's a, that's a good experience right there. <laughs> that was like the scariest Halloween thing I've ever experienced. But um, in Roseville, they used to have these malls. Uh, it was a room or just like a part of the mall that just didn't get bought out. And it was kind of like the haunt, uh, Halloween store. They come every year and they would have like three different levels of like this haunted room that you would go through. And I remember probably the one uh, I was... Not completely scared, but it did make me nerve nervous because I was with my sister and another friend. And the first, you enter the room, completely black. There's no light at all, and they have like these rollers, but they're so tight together. When you you're squished, and you're forcing yourself through in between these rollers, and you just feel completely claustrophobic. And I remember. Uh, my sister just started crying and she was like, I can't do this. I can't do it. I'm like, yeah, you can. Cause once you go in, like the rule is you can't go back out. You have to finish the whole thing. And she was scared. And I was like, guys, guys, my sister's really scared. Like, don't, but like secretly though, like I was also kind of scared too. <laughs> Nothing ever happened. I think that was the scariest one. We went through this whole maze and like lights were flashing here and there and it would just blind you. And then they went completely black again. But I think the scariest part of that was 
you think something's going to jump out and scare you, but nothing ever did. It was probably just a suspense that would get you. Yeah, and we got out of there, and I mean, I had a blast. That was a more funner one, but nothing like crazy happened on like Halloween for me. What about you? Um, I do remember just one because we would uh, go trick or treat. My mom would always go, and we used to go. Mm-hmm. You know, when you grow up, you like kind of grow out of it, and you think you're a big boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I do remember one experience. Um, we went to these apartments that were by my house, and the only way to get to this certain apartment, you had to go through like this little, a uh, little, uh, let's say, a little hallway. Um, a sidewalk, but it was covered uh, by a wall. And, um, you know, you uh, you know how people usually prop up, like, you know, like stuff up to like kind of scare you? Like decorations. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was walking down the sidewalk. I was like, well, I'm just going to get my candy and I'm going to leave. I, and I saw like this, um, <clears throat> this figure sitting down on the, on my right. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. A little uh, decoration. And as I'm walking back, it scares me. It's a person inside of like this man just sat there and saw me walk past and wanted to scare the living daylights out of me until I walked past. I remember there was people like that that would sit like in the middle of their driveways when you're trick or treating, and it was like this super scary scarecrow with like a bowl of candy in his lap, and you have to go up there and get it. I I never liked this. And actually, now that I'm thinking about, I did have a scary incident too. Um, This. Man had his garage door open, completely black. Dude, this man gave me a heart attack at the age of like nine. It was me and my sister and probably like my neighborhood friends. And we go up to the driveway, but we're not like going in the driveway. We're going towards the door and we want to be respectful. So we didn't cut through the grass. Out of a sudden, we hear this guy laugh and the chainsaw just turns on. And I'm like, dude, I ran, booked it. I cried. I was like, I don't ever want to go back to this man's house. And Honestly, I think it was a corner house somewhere here in town. And I think if I went back there, I would know I would know which house it was. <laughs> <laughs> but you wouldn't you would know not to go. That way. I know not to go that way. <laughs> yeah, right, man, well, it was Halloween's a fun, fun little month of our year. Oh yeah. One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike, uh let's uh go on to one of yours. Uh, talked a lot about Halloween. Um, you know how we talked about, um, COVID on the first episode? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you read this. Uh, I did get it from ABC because they were the ones that covered it. Uh, but a girl from Texas might have found a cure for COVID or a way to treat it, I would say. And you know how old she is and how much she won? Take a wild guess. Well, I'm assuming she's young if you're asking her age. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's say about... 16 and let's say she got about 100k so she's a 14 year old who won 25k for potential treatment for covid anika chibralu is from frisco texas and she's being called america's top young scientist and she's in eighth grade and pretty yeah and pretty much she said uh i developed this molecule that can bind to a certain protein on the sars covid 2 virus this protein by binding it to stop We'll, we'll stop the function of the protein, she said, and meaning uh, COVID. And I told my parents that they're like, <laughs> my dad looks at my mom. And he's like, why do we have stupid kids? Why do we have stupid kids? <laughs> <laughs> Man, that gets you emotionally. Come on. Uh, nah, I know he's joking. Um, <laughs> but that's, dude, eighth grade. And you're over here making 
treatments for a pandemic. That's wild. You know what I was doing in eighth grade? Mm. Making sure I would pass my classes and just playing soccer at lunch and throwing ketchup packets during lunch. Mm. Definitely not grade. solving that. All right. I'm kind of embarrassed to admit this, but uh, I was playing hacky sack like 24-7. I was that one guy. You know, if I didn't get out of of my middle school and if I stayed there, I think I would have been like those college kids that were like playing hacky sack. <laughs> Can I just shun you out to the corner right now? <laughs> I don't like those guys. <laughs> I mean, they're cool, but like they're also kind of cocky. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. like, like that one guy on Community, the, the guy who makes songs about Britta. What's his name? I know exactly I what you're talking about, but I can't remember his name. Also, um, kind of out there. Which is, I think, is I want to, I want to get, I want to see your input. Um, Honolulu just allowed eight thousand people to land in Hawaii. Uh, From where? For travelers, for tourists, and they are like kind of experimenting with a pre-travel testing program that allow travelers to come back to the island without quarantining for two weeks if they can produce a negative coronavirus test. What do you think about that? Not to get political. No, no, no. Um, it's good. It's a start, but I'm just wondering where they're from because, you know, especially here in the U.S., we haven't stopped it. Mm-hmm. I'm That's just true. curious. Yeah. And then especially on an island, it. I mean, I guess it's kind of good because you, uh, you can contain it to a certain degree. Not like, you know, like the U.S. is so massive. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad it's like a, a start in the right direction to come back to, like, normality we should say yeah it is scary because um a, a very touristy spot like that i i would be terrified if we did this and then they're like it all you know theoretically or hypothetically all eight thousand people landed they're all negative everybody's okay and then they kind of like disregard the testing they're like everybody come because you know i think i believe hawaii is a like a very tourist economical place. They were, I think they rely a lot on tourists as to help their economy. Um, but I feel like I wouldn't want that to like backfire on them, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a very, That's- very scary step, but it's also something I think that also needs to be done because people are, I'm pretty sure people are going crazy right now. Yeah. Um, like we were saying yesterday on the, on the TikTok issue, we always have to be kind of distracted mm-hmm. to like kind of keep going. And I feel like tourism is one of the big things like going on vacation. Where, and that's nothing I kind of want to ask you. Um, so if COVID wasn't happening, where do you think you'd, you would be? Or like, what do you think you'd be doing if it wasn't uh, as str- it doesn't have like strong influence in our lives right now? Did did you read my notes? Because I was going to ask you about. <laughs> no, I mean anything. Like, what do you? If COVID wasn't happening in twenty twenty, where how different would you think your year would be? You know, um, here's the interesting thing: me and my parents were actually planning on going to uh, to New York this year mm-hmm. for uh, for my birthday, but you know, COVID hit and didn't change. We did really want to go to COVID to COVID <laughs> to New York, but you know, plans change. Because of that, I did want to go. I also have been looking to go to uh, to Germany. Germany? Uh, yeah. Why um, is that? <clears throat> um, one of my favorite soccer teams 
is in Germany. And I just wanted to, you know, experience uh, Germany. I've, I'm, I've seen it's really, really nice. And my mom has a has a friend that lives over there, so I have a place to stay if I really wanted to go. That's cool. I I don't know German anymore, <laughs> but I mean Duolingo. Please sponsor us, and we will we'll make this trip happen. <laughs> we'll learn German, and we'll learn something else. Oh man, dude! Uh, yeah, Germany is beautiful from what people show on Instagram and Facebook. And I don't know if you've ever get these like videos that pop up on your Facebook feed, but it's like it's like this really beautiful area of a place or a destination. And they say why to visit this place, and it, some of them are in Germany, and it's just beyond beautiful. When I was in class, I um, would see pictures of the Alps. I yeah. The Alps, right? No. The uh, Shire. <laughs> the Shire. This is Lord of the Rings. <laughs> you talking about the mountain ranges there? Yeah, dude. They're just incredible. And uh, I was looking into like just doing like a boat ride down the Rye, I believe. I'm so sorry if I'm butchering this. It's been a while. Um, but yeah, you could like take like this long boat ride down it and you could have like, you know, wine, beer, cheese. Just like a really nice, elegant experience from what I've seen. Um, not to just be on Germany, but I've like I've I've heard like that whole area is just like it's so nice. Mm-hmm. Just like uh Switzerland and like France and all those uh bots out there. I know you were practicing Japanese this year. Mm-hmm. And it got me thinking, I know Japan is really nice. I th- really, really nice. Oh uh, amongst our friend group, we've Japan's always been a topic that I think we've talked about more this year than we have ever and I think it's something that could be happening in the future. I could see us doing it as a group. Uh, I really do just want to go outside the United States and experience a uh, different culture, different lifestyles, because not everybody lives like we do here in the U.S. Um, yeah, speaking of uh, different lifestyles, I, I have been meaning to go to Mexico. I've been here for 25 years and haven't met my grandparents. And just to see how different life is from here to there. Mm-hmm. So that'd be something cool to explain. And I know my dad's from a really nice, nice state. They have some really nice beaches out there. Mm-hmm. I definitely do want to go out there. Do you think people in like Europe and Asia, uh, more on the opposite side of the world, do you, you know how we see their um, like touristy spots as like beautiful? Do you think they they see the same as like we see there? Uh, oh. Mike. Do you remember oh. when we went to Yosemite? How many different nationalities we saw? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, I guess that's true. What about I guess I guess because we live here, you know, like we we take a lot of things for granted, and we're just like, eh, it's no, like, just this or it's just that. We we live in such a sweet spot. We have you know Yosemite not that far away. We have the Bay that people like just want to go to see the Golden Gate. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles is you know it's somewhat far, but still you know, not on the other side of the nation. Yeah, we have some really good spots out here. Even like within our country, like you know, we we talk a lot about New New York as well. I really want to go to New York. I've heard Miami is really nice. Texas, I've heard Texas is nice. And then recently, because of TikTok, um, Montana, those mountain ranges over there. I want to hike. That's interesting. (laughs) I've never heard someone say, "Let's go to Montana." 
I sent you and some of our other friends a video. I don't know if you watched it, but dude, like it's just incredible. The whole like I'm I'm more of a nature person than I am like a city and club person. Uh if I if I have to choose like a hike over like partying, I would definitely choose the hike. Because it, it was you could make so many I mean in my opinion, you could make so many more memories with the people that you're hiking with compared to like blacking out at a bar and regretting it the next day <laughs> and not actually remembering it. Yeah. I mean, you'll, you'll still feel like pretty defeated the next day from both occasions, depending on like how hard the hike is. But I mean, uh, both of them, both experiences do offer like, you know, they're good, but I, I personally, I prefer a night or a day in nature than in the city. Yeah. I, I know we have talked about going camping soon because our last camping experience was really nice, but, we just want to make it a little better. And speaking of camping, uh, do you remember our like kind of like first episode of a of something even near a podcast? You remember that? Yeah, yeah. We we actually just called it the podcast because we, we were just it. talking. We were just <laughs> yeah, talking for hours. Yeah, we called it the podcast, and um, it's where we actually recorded a bit and got real deep with our conversations and. I I don't know if do you still have that recorded recording? Um, I would have to look for it, but yeah, I I still do. It should be somewhere buried on my phone. <laughs> you should definitely find it, and we could put like a bonus episode if it's if it's listenable, if it's appropriate. <laughs> I think the the also the name we had was uh, isn't it crazy? Because that's all we uh, kept saying. Oh, dude, when you're out in nature and you could like see like especially um from light pollution when you're away from it and you can see so much more of what's up in the sky. It's truly incredible. It can open up lots of conversations. Um, funny enough, when, uh, after we were done, you know, wrapping up, uh, yesterday, I, I was very interested because we were talking about space. Uh, I started looking at the stars and all this different patterns that like, I guess there's maps that even show you what's outside, but it got me thinking, I'm like, man, why am I looking at up here when I could just go outside, you know? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I do I do like looking up at the stars and like seeing the different constellations and all that. There is a sweet spot that we've both been to. And when you're out there at a certain part of the year, the lights just the light pollution is pretty much like non-existent. And the stars are just incredible. I mean, you could see like meteor showers if you really wanted to. Uh, you could see falling stars. You could see part of the Milky Way galaxy's arm. There's just so much you could see, and it's almost unreal for the area that we live in because you don't expect to see that stuff like, you know, a 40 minute drive out of the city. And we're not in like this crazy city, like big city. It's it's just to me like insane that we drive 40 minutes out somewhere and we could see all that. And we take it for granted a lot. I, I feel not just like us, but like everybody takes that for granted. Um, I was really excited when we first went out there because you were talking about it for months. Uh, when we did go end up going out there, I'm like, I couldn't believe like my little town was like in the distance, but I could still see it, and it felt like a whole like different world mm-hmm. without like you know light coming down on us. And we we were just chilling for literally just doing the same thing, just talking for a good three four hours. I feel like talking is just. It takes skill, but like once you're with somebody who could like feed off you and you feed off them and you're both vibing off each other, like it's almost easy as breathing and it becomes like second nature. And 
that's I think that's why like the podcast is working out so well because we literally just feed off each other and the conversations that we can have and the regrets not not necessarily regrets but like wishing we could continue talking like last episode we wanted to keep talking more uh, but we want to keep episodes a certain length so that's also really fun to see just a full disclosure we we definitely don't want to run out of topics to talk to you guys it's it's fun doing this and you know making sure we have something to talk about but we can keep it going we just want to not keep it too long for people who can't listen for you know a whole hour mm-hmm. or more i want to run something by you man what's up man? uh you might get a little heated over this is that okay Ooh, <laughs> it's nothing bad nothing i might like... <laughs> i might have an idea what you're going on unbaked enchiladas <laughs> Why don't why don't you tell the listeners about that, man? Uh, we don't want to use names yet, do we? <laughs> no, no, definitely not names. <laughs> okay, so we'll, we'll refer to him as. Uh, we'll just say A. No, no, we'll refer to him as Sid, like Sid from Ice Age, because his thought process on this. Uh, I'm I'm even ashamed to call him my friend. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, is he gonna listen to this? <laughs> Probably. He's, probably, he's gonna have some words with us. <laughs> All right, so me, Mike, and Sid, we were uh, playing broccoli, just you know, just <laughs> talking. We we usually just chill because we usually don't see Sid a lot. Sid, uh, you know, he's very busy with his life now, mm-hmm. and uh, he's uh, he's living with his with his girlfriend and her parents. And um, you know, he he starts saying that uh, her mom starts making you know some sort of Mexican food very weird and this is a, a mexican a traditional mexican mom i've i have the the goodwill to have worked with her at my job and she's such a nice lady so she's very old school like my my mom but sid said she made enchiladas wrong so i was very curious to see how she made it and he said oh yeah he put she puts the tortilla in the sauce and then she just fries it a little and puts you know crumbled up cheese on top and in my head i'm like what is he talking about that's like the perfect enchilada like it got me slobbering while he was saying like i got hungry (laughs) i'm like are you okay you know that's the the most mexican way like i thought because my ex uh her mom did it differently um, than what I was accustomed to at my house. So I thought, oh, maybe she's doing it wrong. But he just said it wasn't even, it wasn't baked. Oh, what do you mean? Those don't go baked. Those are just fried. He's like, no, my mom would <laughs> bake them in the oven. Oh, Who on man. God's green earth would bake it? <laughs> and mind you, I'm. I'm like from Mexican descent too, but I'm more like like whitewashed Mexican. And so when I heard that, and recently my mom used to cook them similar to how Sid's mom used to cook them, but she learned how to cook them traditional. And we, you know, my family loves it when she cooks it like that. And I was even getting heated. I was like, hey man, like don't, don't knock them. Like it wasn't until like later, like a day later, I was like, I was just thinking that work. And I was like, man. Sid's making me mad for what his comments about the enchiladas were. I just, oh, man. 
I was like, man, enjoy enjoy like Mexican cooking because that is probably I'm not gonna just say it's the best, but it's a one of like the most you know diverse you can get. Yeah, and especially when you become like um or when you experience like the traditional cooking, the ways that you know things were cooked compared to like the shortcuts that we take now. Um it's a it's a different experience. It's, you know, I'm always gonna like relate food with experiences because that's pretty much how we not just judge how the food tastes, but you're like environment too. Is like if you don't have a good environment and you're eating something that's like kind of good, like you're gonna think it's really bad. That's my opinion. Yeah, I I I do love Sid. I was just I was like, man, don't don't get so mad over something, you know, as small as that. It's it's still food and I Man, if my mom would be like, you want enchiladas? I'm like, you give me eight right now. I don't care if I'm going fat. <laughs> I think, yeah, enchiladas are, are super amazing. And they're just like tacos, dude. Like, you could just keep eating them and eating and eating. Oh, so for people who don't know what enchiladas are, it's just um, you make like a sauce. It's kind of like tomato sauce, kind of. And you just dip the tortilla in and you put some meat and you roll it up. And you just then you yeah you deep fry and you put cheese and some people put um, lettuce on top. You you don't have to, but that's just what enchiladas are. Not baked. Uh uh. What's um? What's your favorite Mexican dish? Tamales. Really? Tamales or enchiladas? Top top two. They're always going back and forth. No. My even my mom is telling me like I'm pretty sure I can poison you with tamales, because <laughs> you know it's just you. I mean, man, I love I love meat. I don't yeah. think I could ever like not eat meat. And like, there's so like there's like so many different types of tamales you can eat. You can have like the you know the red like pork. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sorry, or you can even do uh green pork or you know chicken. Uh, I've even we've even made some with uh with cheese and then put like peppers in it. And it makes it like spicy, and it doesn't even have meat in it. And it's still so good. I... Or, uh... Sorry, Sorry. no, 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 no. You go, you go, go, go. I I just wanted to say there's there's also corn ones that I haven't even tried, but different varieties when it comes to with the uh, with tamales. Mm-hmm. Now, I know like people who know me, they're like. You look Mexican, but you're you're white. And the phrase I always say is, "I'm a coconut, brown on the outside, but really white on the inside." <laughs> I love don't, that. <laughs> I don't speak a lick of Spanish. I mean, I do, but like, it's oh man, it's it's really bad. And you know, I've always hated the fact that I can't uh, speak like Spanish fluently because it is a beautiful language, and I just I wish I was able to learn it um, as well as other people are. But my mom cooks menudo and pozole. And mm. both of those, I could, I prefer anything with beef, but she does make a really good chicken one that I like. And she bakes like the tortillas and like makes them like, like tortilla strip chips, I guess you would say. And I just, you know, sprinkle them on. Oh, oh. my mouth is Getting literally water. <laughs> yeah. Especially in the winter, dude. She would make sometimes uh, when I was, she doesn't do this anymore, but when I was younger, um, she would make some the previous night and then I would walk to the school bus and I had coffee cups and she would pour me some and then get it really hot. 
or she would, you know, make it hot, then pour it in the coffee cup. And I would just be like shivering. But I was like, my hands were nice and warm because this coffee cup was keeping the heat. And I was like sipping on this uh, menudo or pozole. And it was just, it's one of my favorite like childhood experiences. <laughs> a pozole during, uh, pozole tamales during Christmas time and like hot chocolate mm-hmm. or must haves. Now, when you say hot chocolate, are you talking about like, traditional hot chocolate like traditional what is it? Mexican. Yes. yeah yeah i'm not a hot chocolate person but everybody's like it's abuelita's way or no way and i was like hey man i'm just out here trying to live you know <laughs> yeah no i'd say that because my, my mom literally made some last night and i was gonna ask her like right now like where's the hot chocolate <laughs> now do you put anything on it like whipped cream with like chocolate sprinkles or no, 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 no. It's hot chocolate, not hot chocolate with cream and spring. <laughs> the reason why I said that, because I just remember, do you remember from the Simpsons movie? Yeah, yeah. When I Flanders, and he, that was the first time I was like, man, I want one of those. But uh, here's something, because I do sometimes question stuff, because mm-hmm. English is still not my first language, and I still come across some stuff. What's the difference between hot chocolate and hot cocoa? Well, I'm going to be right, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think the difference is like, I think they're both chocolate, but cocoa is like a more richer chocolate or a deeper chocolate. We have to get an expert on this and my sister would know. Um, I think chocolate is just like generic Hershey's. Because I don't know if you've ever seen like Hershey Coke or Hershey hot chocolate mix. That's like this powder like you would like Nesquik. And then cocoa would be something more like, I don't know, like a deeper, rich chocolate. Mm-hmm. I'm probably butchering this whole thing, and listeners are gonna like <laughs> melt. Like, yeah, they're gonna be like, we're, we're, we're like, I'm gonna wake up tomorrow with a mob outside that my house. <laughs> you don't know the difference between hot chocolate and hot cocoa. Take you know, uh, to to be honest, I'm not much of a chocolate person. So like, any chocolate dishes, I think brownies about the only chocolate I eat. To be honest, I love me some brownies. If it's hot brownies with some vanilla ice cream, that's even mm. better. As we have mentioned before, we're a little bit of food critics out here. Oh, dude, we could go on and on and on about food. And I think food's amazing to talk about, to be honest. I think people could have a whole podcast just solely on food. I think there are there probably are podcasts on food. Oh, no doubt. <clears throat> One uh, thing I wanted to ask is, I know you said tamales. <laughs> are some of your favorite um foods but is there like a side dish that you cannot eat mexican food with without oh that's an interesting yeah so me um i'm a rice fan dude oh i know it. all my dishes have to have and you know what actually uh now that we're talking about this too one of the best combinations that um one of my really good friends makes her mom makes it, and it's a uh, don't don't hurt me, caldo. <laughs> no, and you said that perfectly, <laughs> it, dude. I loved, um, I love dipping the rice man in the soup, and just slurping on that mad boy. And my tia Juana, she makes amazing Mexican rice, and she's always taught me. But you know, like when people teach you and you try to do it, it's just not the same. 
And they they just kind of have like a touch, like they they something they're not telling you because they have. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's the experience, maybe it's the love, but this woman she will cook me literally a whole pot of rice just for myself. And there was a few occasions where we've had family parties, and she says this is everybody's, but this one specifically is Michael's, and she lets me take it home. And I I live quite a bit away from my family, so the fact that she does that for me just it's super special for me to eat that. Yeah. Uh, going back on what you're saying, like maybe it's something else. Like I know there's certain ways my mom cooks, mm-hmm. and like I don't know what it is, but I think like this uh, when she does rice, like at the end when she's like salting it, you know, she's like acidine across, and it's gonna taste perfectly just because I did it like this. I'm like, <laughs> my God, you know what? And it comes out good, you know. It I comes out perfect. Like, yeah. You know? Hey man, um, you make you make good rice too. The halal rice that you make. Uh, dude. Uh, I pretty much know that recipe by memory now. That's good. That's good to know because not very many people can cook rice. Um, I definitely had uh, help from my mom. The first times it was really bad. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when we went camping and we tried making Mexican rice? Are you really gonna put us on the spot right now? We're, I'm putting us on the spot right now. Can, can we? Can we? Uh, can we say that guy? <laughs> that one guy that does that. Uh, there was two guys. There was one that saved us and one that kind of wrecked us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the one that wrecked us uh so a little backstory um we had taken so much and this is the same camping trick that uh camping trick camping trip that we took uh that started like our little podcast and we over prepared on food but it was good because we were eating like kings out there man and one of the the funny funniest days i guess or nights was we were trying to what we we're doing like asada and rice yeah, we had uh, salad and rice, and like I think we might have taken some fruits or something. No, I think we had beans. Too. I I want to say we might have had beans too. We had beans, but I don't think we cooked them. No. So my friend's like, "Dog, I got you. <laughs> I but got you, dog. That's that's exactly. literally how it talks." Yeah. And he's cooking it, and he's like, "I don't know. Like I trusted this man with my life." to make this rice because i don't i was still really new to cooking and i had no idea how to make rice like mexican rice i know how to make white rice but not mexican rice and make make a long story short like he did not cook it right it was kind of it just wasn't right you know and we had to have uh i guess you would call him my brother-in-law he saved us with the white rice and he got on that thing and like within like 20 minutes we had white rice with our with our asada such a weird combination, but it worked out. Kind of sucked because um, the whole like rice put us back, and like the meat you had cooked was good, and then it started to get dry. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, yeah we had we had good sticky white rice. It was it was amazing, man. Yeah, I do gotta... remember. I do remember the steaks we had earlier were oh, just so good. Just <laughs> oh yeah, let me see if I can remember the menu. We had chorizo con papas, and oh, that was amazing. We had. We had the steaks. What did we eat with the steaks? Do you remember? Um, I want to say soda and something else, but I don't really remember. Oh, I know we had soda. We had lots of soda and Gatorade, <clears throat> Gatorade and water. Um, dude, I feel like I can't remember what we ate. I'm pretty sure we just had like basic stuff too. But I'm telling you, for like those like what three days, two nights, we were eating like kings. And me and this man, we. Snapchat had like that streak thing, so we had to go back. We literally drove in town to maintain our like 
I don't even know what number it was, but we had a really high streak number. Isn't it funny how like little things like that make you do crazy stuff? Little dumb stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's just like why? And I look back and I was like, we could have just let it die to just redo it again. But we've been talking. I think I've been bringing up a lot of topics. Is there anything you specifically want to talk about? I know there's a there's something we want to talk about that we left so short on yesterday, but mm-hmm. um, not to go on the viewers. But how are we doing on time right now, Mike? We have about like twelve. 12, 12 minutes. 15 minutes, yeah. Okay, so I'm kind of going to leave this one for the next time. Yeah. Um, I just have, like, I do have other topics. I have some deep thought uh, topics. Let's hear it. I want to hear some things on your bucket list. Oh, my bucket list? Oh, well, let me tell you, it's pretty non-existent as of 2020. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I did mention in episode one of our podcast that Eating a hoagie and getting a New York slice of pizza is one of my bucket lists. And I know it sounds like such like a basic thing, but like, I don't know. Me and, me and food spare a very, share a very special relationship. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to build the courage to go skydiving. Now, I'm not scared of heights, but if you've ever been like on a roller coaster and you feel the drop in your gut, I don't like that feeling. And that's usually like when I'm going down a a drop. But like heights, like I'm okay with. So I do want to like eventually go skydiving. Uh, I want to see Metallica. They're the band that kind of got me into playing guitar. And I used to know a lot of how, like how to play their songs. I want to go out of the state, out of town. And those are just like some of like the most basic ones. Um, what about you? Um, um, I'll I'll tell you some things right now, but uh, as you were saying, we do some dumb stuff like in the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. I think I might have told you about this, but um, the fair was in town one year, and um, I'm, <laughs> you know what I'm gonna say. I think I do. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I was Let the listeners hear this. <laughs> I was uh, really into this girl, so I ended up going to my first time ever going to the fair. And I got there kind of late, so they were like kind of shutting down already. Like it was, it was getting close to the closing time. So I end up getting, you know, I think it's tickets so you can get on rides or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, she tells me it's like, oh, let's go get on this ride. It's it's like the ones that you know it goes up and then like it swings like a pendulum. Yeah, the but ones gets... that terrify me. So I'm like, oh, I'm stupid. I'm into this girl. She's gonna go on it. Let me go on it as well. There's a line for like 30 minutes that I have to sit. I'm like thinking of any excuse I can make to not get on this thing. <laughs> and, you know, I didn't think of anything. So we finally just got on there. And, you know, trying to be a little sly. I'm like, hey, let me hold your hand. This thing like scares me. Oh, yeah. Well, that was that's I think that's pretty smooth. Little little sly. <laughs> but. Let me tell you, that did not help because that thing literally made my stomach drop. And you're just like, I'm going to fall. This is like you've seen like final final destination. Yeah. Yeah. This thing's just going to fall apart and it's going to be me. You know, you just you just looking up and then you come down. You just seem like the ground is too close, man. I'm going to need you to, you know, just put me down on the ground now. Hey, man. But kudos. You went on something uh, that daring. <laughs> and then you had an, and then I had like an adrenaline rush. You're like, you know what? I could do that again. You know, after you almost like 
didn't want to do uh, it. Died. <laughs> <laughs> Did, so have you ever gone on another roller coaster or like that? Or have you just like, nah, screw no. that? No. Hell no. I don't blame you, man. Like roller coasters, I eat oh man, I'm so like I'm embarrassed to say this, but I'm gonna be real with y'all. I hate roller coasters and even the kitty ones I like the little uh place that we have here in Merced, I don't know if you know this, but when it was open, they had like this kitty kitty roller the, coaster. At the zoo? Yeah. I didn't like that. I went to Six Flags. I went on this kid one because Oh my god. Uh my cousins were like, Come on, let's go and I don't really hang out with my uh it was only one cousin and she's like, Come on, like let's go and my sister's on and she's like, Come on, Michael, don't be like a little scaredy cat and I was like yeah, come on, guys, let's go. And yeah, dude, I <laughs> I was scared. And, and, like, it wasn't even as bad as the one that you went on. Like, those are scary, the one that you went on. <clears throat> yeah, and she was like, oh, this is an easy one. I'll be like, I saw that thing going up and down for a good <laughs> hour. I'm like, I'm going to die. I'm going to fly out. <laughs> um, is, was, that a, was that a bucket list item that you got to cross off? Well, I mean, I guess so, right? Like, just try it. I mean, I was really up for the, I don't want to say stupid test, but like, just be like, you know, be more open to stuff and not like mm-hmm. want to live with like, you know, what if I did go on it? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what, whatever, I did it. And I could say I, I did go on that. Um, Something that I have crossed off recently was a, a shoot a gun. Oh, yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah. So literally like my first day, I went all out. Like, uh, I actually went with Sid and uh, one of my other friends. <laughs> Sid. Sid. Sid's a big part of my life. Dude, he's gonna, he's gonna hate that. Uh, I mean, you gave him the name. I said <laughs> something else. I apologize, Sid. <laughs> yeah, Sid. <laughs> but you know, Sid's really good. Um, with you know weapons, and he knows his way around it pretty much. So I'm like, you know, what? I'm gonna go with him. You know, I want to learn. Want to see, like. I do want to have a home defense weapon because, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to try out to see how, you know, how all these things work and how to use it properly. So I started out my day with the with the Glock 17, you know, just a regular handgun. And then Sid got really, uh, you know, he's like, you know what? I'm going to do a 1911. You know, it's a little mm-hmm. it has a little more kick than a than a Glock. So then he's like, hey, you want to try? I'm like, well, shoot. I guess I kind of have to now, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, oh, man, it's got a little more kick, you know? But this is still my, my first day. I'm so nervous. I'm like, you know, doing it right. You know, you have to get a stance, you know, wrap your fingers right and everything. Yeah, yeah, Make yeah. sure you're doing the procedure right. My man Sid got so, like, in the moment. He said, I want to try an AK-47. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me? My good sir, this was my first day, and you're already gonna try out an AK. He's like, "Yeah, you know what? Like, all, all all you have to do there is buy the bullets. Like, you can pretty much use any weapon there. You just mm-hmm. have to buy the ammo that you're gonna use." Yeah. So, um, there's a different uh, shooting range for pistols and the uh, you know the rifles. You have to get like a longer range for the rifles. Um. So we ended up uh, getting the AK, and the the friend I went with is a girl. And let me tell you, this girl has pretty much no fear in her in her heart <laughs> because she shot. She saw Sid shoot the AK and said, "I kind of want to try." 
And I said, woman, what are you doing? This is your second time doing this, too. <laughs> and then, you know, she shot it. You know, I'm like, huh, you know what? Kudos to her. And then Sid looks at me and, like, pretty much just, like, hands me the gun. He's like, are you going to have a go? I'm like, well, shit, I can't back out now, you know? <laughs> so I kind of have to shoot this AK now. And then, you know, we took, like, you know, a good three minutes, you know, how to, you know, position it on your on your shoulder so it doesn't kick you. Yeah. Dude, let me tell you, that gun is awesome. Not that I, you know, want to get one, you know, just to shoot them, but it's it's just so cool to just to shoot it. Yeah, yeah. Just like the that adrenaline rush um and to say i did that on my first day it's like been itching me to go back <laughs> i know we've been all talking about going back to the the shooting range now i've never gone shooting with actual gun. i've done like bb guns but like nothing like real life irl stuff so that would be a blast to to experience with y'all the the one thing i i do want to tell you like if you do uh, end up going you do like get kind of like shocked and like when you shoot it, you're like, oh, like you know, it kicks at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like something you're like, oh, like you kind of expect it, but you know, it still gets you. Mm-hmm. But Sid is really good on uh, telling you um, the correct way to do it and like how to, you. yeah, how to load and unload. And if you have questions, you know, he's there. Um, but yeah, that's really really fun. Sid is someone we really want to have on. And we love, even yeah, though we love him. Big enchiladas. Uh, <laughs> we we would uh, probably want him to be someone who's reoccurring frequently, but like we said, like Sid does have um, very busy life. Very busy life. Yeah, he has a really busy schedule. Um, but gosh, like I hope we do get to bring him on, and you guys get to see his humor because his humor it it just completes our like little trio and. It people like always laugh. Like he's probably like um probably one of the funniest people I, I've I've ever met. Uh, it, did, it did was really nice when we completed our, our little circle with us three. Yeah, yeah. It was like a like this little like um blue angel six <laughs> as a status. Uh so that was, you know, I really do hope we get him on soon. Now we're at the we got about two minutes left. Is there anything you wanna go ahead and add? Um yeah, so Guys, if you do want to go ahead and leave us any questions, we did make a Twitter today. Um, I believe it's underscore motel A and M. And, you know, it'll give us uh, stuff to talk about and we could uh, get back to you guys as well. Uh, the same name on Instagram, if I'm right, Mike? I believe so. We could go ahead and I'll double check everything before... The next episode, so we give you guys more accurate. Because um, I was having issues with the name earlier, but I think I fixed it. Sorry. And I do, you know, what he said earlier, like, jump in whenever you guys want. If there's a part that you want us to talk about a little bit more, I mean, feel free to leave your uh, comments on Twitter, Instagram, DM us, questions, even topics that you guys want to talk about. Go wild. Yeah. As as we've probably shown, we've only talked about like a few topics today and we went a whole hour on it. But we do want to f- make you f- guys feel connected to us and, you know, we we'll just talk about anything with you guys. Mm-hmm. Take questions from you guys. Yeah. If if, you, if there's anything, like I said, hey, you guys want to talk about, you let us know. Uh, like we, we do want to enforce, though, that, you know, we don't want politics, religion and all that stuff that's going to divide people and cause 
arguments because we're we want this to be chill somewhere where you could kind of escape everything that's kind of going out in the world and uh, if you're having a bad day maybe listen to one of our podcasts and see how it goes and who knows maybe it might cheer you up with some of our like really dumb stories that we're you know telling you guys are laughing i feel like some of our laughs could be contagious <laughs> not mine <laughs> Anything else? You got anything uh, else? You want to say? I'm I'm good for today. I'm just excited, you know, always to get the new one going. Glad we're still doing this mm-hmm. and continue to keep doing it. Now, soon we do plan on bringing a guest on. Um, very close. This is only episode three, and we're constantly modifying, making changes, and just trying to make our podcast better because we want to deliver the best that we can give to you as a listener. And we want you to take part of this growth with us. So uh, I haven't said, I don't think I've said thank you yet. So thank you for the people that are aware of the podcast right now. Because like I said, this is very down low. And we've only shown a very few people. But somehow we're, we're getting like a surprising amount of really good feedback. And we hope that we could meet expectations and maybe even go above and beyond soon in the future. <laughs> Yeah, definitely want to say thank you to everyone as well, guys. Thank you for all the support we're getting and the constructed uh, feedback from you guys. Constructive? Construction? Construction? Con- constructive. Construction <laughs> derby. Destruction derby. <laughs> Our favorite words. Yeah. All right, guys. This is Motel AM. This is Mike and Alex signing off. Love you guys. Peace out. Good night.